I'm Doug Bobst, personal trainer, best-selling author, and entrepreneur, and I'm on a mission to help others become the best version of themselves. So I'd like to welcome you to the Adversity Advantage Podcast, where we will help you use obstacles, failures, and setbacks to give you that edge needed for success. I'll be interviewing people from all walks of life on how they overcame trials and turned them into triumphs. So please, sit back, relax, and get ready to be absolutely blown away by some of the wisdom and stories you're about to hear. Welcome back to another episode of the Adversity Advantage. I'm your host, Doug Bobst, and today we have a very exciting episode as I will be revealing um, the top 10 tips I have for overcoming adversity, getting through tough times, um, when you hit that you know, those points in your life where you're like, feel like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get through this? I'm hopeless. I can't see any light. I'm going to be unveiling my top um, best practices to get through it. And you want to make sure you listen to the end because the last one is the most important. And as I've shared, you know, adversity, failure, setbacks, they all get kind of a bad rap, right? Because we tend to look at those things through a different lens. We tend to look at times when we aren't succeeding or where things aren't perfect. They're not great as you know th- bad things and as ways that you know we're maybe not um, performing at our best we're not you know living our best life and it brings us down because we're so focused on on that part of it we're so focused on the bad things that come we're so focused on the income we lose when we lose a job we're so focused on the relationships that's lost when something ends we're so focused on um, the weight that was gained um, you know, during, you know, a time where you weren't working out or whatever the case may be that we, we forget to focus on the blessings that come from that. We forget to focus on the good things that come out of it. So in order to get you to that place, um, I'm, I'm going to unveil the, unveil these tips and it's going to be, they're going to be pretty simple. They're going to be ones that I'm sure you may have heard before. And I'm not saying that you need to apply all 10 of these into your life tomorrow. I'm not saying you need to apply all 10 of these in your life in general. I'm just saying Maybe it gets you thinking a little bit differently. Maybe you're able to take like one and start to apply it the next time you're going through hard times, right? So I want to get started um, because I think um, you're really going to enjoy these and be able to get a lot out of it, right? So number one, of course, as you know, um, working out, moving your body is so important. And here's the thing. I think a lot of people get working out wrong, especially ones that, that aren't, haven't gotten the ball rolling yet with it. They think that they need to go to a gym, work out for an hour or two. They think they need to do what their neighbors are doing. They think they need to do what their friends are doing. And the, the truth of the matter is you have to, you have to do something that's going to um, be something that you stick to, right? So I always tell people, just start small and you can always build off small. So what I, what I'm, try to coach people on is, okay, if you're not working out now and you're going through a tough time, make sure maybe you get like a 10 minute walk in like, you know, every single morning or every single evening, just 10 minutes of movement of movement. And yes, in, in, th- in this case, you know, 10 minutes is better than nothing. And obviously for those people who are consistent, uh, people who, who go to the gym and are the regulars, you don't want to, obviously this is something you don't want to neglect either. You don't want to say, okay, I'm going through hard times. I'm just going to sit around and do nothing because we all know um, the the physiological benefits and neurological benefits of exercise on the brain and how it improves, um, you know, your ability to cope with stress, how it improves um, how you feel about yourself, your self-confidence, your self-esteem, which is all crucial uh, to getting through a hard time. You want to make sure you're doing everything you can um, when you're going through 
some challenges to feel your best. And, and working out is one of those things. It forces you, obviously, to get comfortable being uncomfortable. It encourages you to try new things. It gives you some consistency, too, because what happens is when we're going through challenges, we're going through hardships, a lot of times, like, we don't have a lot of consistency in a lot of areas of our lives due to that. So keeping a consistent workout schedule will give you some consistency. And it'll also give you, you know, just something positive in your life because there's no better gift and no better way of showing self-love than exercising, right? So that's number one is obviously working out, doing what you need to do, whether it's joining a yoga studio, going to boot camps, uh, doing an at-home workout, going for a walk, you know, lifting weights, pick something that you'll stick to. That's the main thing. Uh, number two is gratitude, right? I always say you kind of, you can't be, you can't be blessed. You can't be stressed, right? You can't have both. And I'm not, this is, I'm sure me saying that isn't about the first time it's been said. Uh, I know for me, if I'm really stressed out, if I'm going through some stuff that is not ideal for what I'm, where, where I'm at, I kind of try to make sure I'm very uh, diligent about gratitude, writing down three things I'm grateful for in the morning, writing down three things I'm grateful for in the evening. Because I think the easy thing is when you're going through tough times, the easy thing is to, is to really put all your focus into things you don't have and the things you haven't accomplished and the things that are going wrong in your life. And then of course, if you tend to focus on all that, on all what's going wrong, the negative, you know, what you don't have versus what you do have, you lose sight of what you do have. You lose sight of the positive things that are in your life. You lose sight of the fact that you might have your health right now. You lose sight of the fact that you might have a roof over your head. You lose sight over the fact that you might have people in your life that actually love, support, and care about you unconditionally. You lose sight of that. So being grateful. And I think what it does is it, it gives you this, this attitude of positivity because because if you're focused on the negative all the time, then you're going to be a negative person. It's going to bleed out into other areas of your life. So make sure you're focusing on the things you do have. Because remember, adversity, tough times, battles, whatever it is, they're not positive, right? Like having 100 pounds to lose is not positive. Um, you know, overcoming some sort of sickness is not positive. You know, getting a new job is not positive. What, what needs to happen, though, is your attitude on it needs to change into something that's more positive so that it can give you the encouragement and motivation that's needed to get through it. And that's where we'll shift into my tip number three is perspective, right? You can look at things two different ways. Like you can't change whatever is going on in your life. You can't. Like whatever happened, whatever event, whether it's losing your job, whether it's something with a relationship, you know, maybe you, you've gained 30 pounds over the last two years, whatever it is, you can't go back in time into history and change that. The only thing you can change is your perspective on it. So are you going to have this perspective of um, like, it's, it's all negative. My life's terrible. Uh, I, I'm never going to be able to accomplish this. I'm never going to be able to achieve this and life, this life, that. And then like, that's how your life's going to play out. And you're never going to be able to lose that weight or get a new job or whatever it is, because your self-confidence and your ability to do so is just so broken because you're not focusing on the bigger picture. You're not looking at, okay, like me losing or me gaining weight over the last two years is just a small part of my life. And the me to lose 30 pounds realistically might take only six months. And that's six months out of, if we live to see you know, 75, 80 years, that's nothing. So having the perspective on the bigger picture 
on really like what you're going through now, you'll probably like end up looking back and be like, wow, it wasn't that bad. Right. And just knowing that it's going to be okay to make mistakes. It's going to be okay to, uh, you know, mess up and screw up. But what's not okay is just like letting that like kind of rot you and just solely focusing on that. Right. So that's going to go into my next, my next tip is number four is forgiveness. Right. And this is a big one. This is like a big, this is like the 800 pound gorilla in the room. Right. So a lot of times we, when you hear the, when you hear the word forgiveness, you, you hear a lot talking about forgiving other people, right? Maybe it's forgiving a spouse, a family member, a coworker, friend, uh, client, whoever it is, right? Forgiveness. It, you know, you, you talk a lot about the other, the other people and how, you know, you take the burden off of you and it, it then becomes like, you know, just this part of you that kind of dissipates and goes away. And there's a lot of truth to that. And I do believe you need to forgive other people. I do believe that you have to, uh, quote unquote, let things go and take that pain away from you. So it doesn't rot the rest of you. So you're not holding on to all these, um, these, you know, hardships and pains and, and hurts and sorrow in your, inside your body that it's like starting to make you sick in other areas. But the one up thing from that, that I think it's really important is forgiving yourself because I believe that a lot of what we hold on to, whether it's resentment, hurt, anger, um, it, it's because we're angry with ourselves and maybe we're upset with how we got ourselves in this situation of adversity. We're upset with some of the choices we made that led us to this point in our lives. We're upset with the fact that our life isn't better. And holding on to it and give talking to yourself in that manner isn't going to help the situation get any better, right? What I think will help the situation get better is to give yourself some freaking grace and know that it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to have setbacks. It's okay to have failures. What's not okay is to let it rot the rest of your life. So doing things like looking yourself in the mirror and maybe just telling yourself one thing you're for, you're, you forgive yourself for that day. Or maybe it's like journaling down over the course of several days, several weeks, a nice well thought out letter to yourself on some things that you wish you could have done differently, but forgiving yourself and then reading it aloud or posting it like in your kitchen or in your bathroom, in your living room. So you can like walk by and see that whatever uh, you're going through or whatever you're, you're doing, like you can't change and you need to be able to forgive yourself to move forward, right? I think forgiveness is something that has to happen to move forward. Like you got to really authentically forgive yourself, give yourself some grace. And that goes into tip number five of the victim mentality be gone. Like I think the more you hold on to that victim mentality and saying, woe is me, I'm going to blame myself. I'm going to blame my parents. I'm going to blame my boss, whoever, like you, you relinquish control from yourself in the situation and the power you pass it on to somebody else and automatically assume that anybody everybody else in your life is responsible for the choices and decisions in which you make and that sets yourself up for a huge huge uh, risk of of not getting out of these ruts because now you're telling yourself nothing is my fault nothing is my responsibility I can't do anything about it. So then like all of a sudden you assume you're just going to sit around and lay in bed and, and just think that like life's going to get better on its own. It's not. You have to be that person who takes control. You have to be that person that like comes to terms with like, 
I'm going to like do whatever I can to get through this. I'm not going to be the victim of my circumstances. I'm going to be like the hero of my own story. I'm going to be that person who never gives up. I'm going to be that person who just says, I'm not saying woe is me anymore. I'm going to say, yes, I can do this. I'm not going to be that person that's going to blame other people. I'm going to blame myself for the right and the wrong I've done in my life. Again, it goes back to forgiveness. It goes back to perspective. It goes back to gratitude and working out like all these things are building blocks so that when you get to that point, you're not, you're no longer holding on to that victim mentality. Right. Um, and then this also, like, I think it all goes back to also who you surround yourself with, because if you're surrounding yourself with, with people that are constantly blaming other people, they're constantly complaining. They are ones that are dragging you down then they're going to feed into that victim mentality. They're going to feed into that negativity. They're going to feed into uh, those times um, that are tough in a, in a negative way. So that's why it's really important for tip number six, inner circle, right? You hear me talk about this a lot if you follow me on Instagram, like surrounding yourself with people who bring the best out in you unconditionally. These, and, then, and I think we get this all wrong, and I'm very passionate about this, that it has to be blood, Right. And ideally, yes, the people that bring the best out in you, your inner circle that you spend the most time with, ideally, yes, should be your, your immediate family. But a lot of times that's not the case, right? So really focusing on just choosing people in your life that add value, that are assets, not liabilities, that really lift you up and not bring you down. Make sure that you, they have common futures, not common past. Make sure that you're like really like being um, – intentional with the people who are around you with, because I guarantee you, they're going to help you. They're going to lift you up in dark times. They're going to add and add value and, um, and just really like take you to that next level when things are going good too. So, um, having a strong inner circle is important. Number seven is spirituality. And you know, there's a lot of components that go into spirituality, right? You hear a lot, when you think of spirituality, people think about religion and they think about God and they think about Jesus and Buddha. Yes, I think that's a major component of spirituality. And as you guys know, I'm a born again Christian. I believe in Jesus. I believe in God. I also believe in many other perspectives of spirituality. I believe in things like meditation. I believe um, in the importance of um, having faith, like having blind faith that has nothing to do with religion, right? Like to me, a lot of what we go through in tough times um, and adversity is an overwhelming amount of fear. So you imagine we're in this dark tunnel and the dark tunnel is that adversity. It's that tough time you're going through. And what happens is we can't see light at all. Nothing. We can see absolutely nothing in front of us. Nothing. Completely dark, completely blind. Faith is what allows us to continue to put one foot in front of the other and keep moving forward. Faith is what keeps us like just knowing that no matter they can't see anything, they can't see light, they can't see hope, they can't see positivity, that eventually they will and they keep moving forward. Fear is what keeps us in that dark spot. It's what keeps us knowing like, eh, nothing's going to get better. I don't know uh, what's going to happen in two weeks, two months, two days. And it ends up, we end up staying there. We end up going back, back to hanging around the same people, back to doing the same unhealthy habits back to feeling sorry for ourselves. So make sure having faith is positive and also just finding something that works for you. Like, you know, a lot, like spirituality can be jammed down people's throats, right? They can say, well, this is one way, this is it, this is the only way. And it's so not true. You got to find something that really, you know, gels with you and kind of adds, again, adds value to your life, helps you get through things. 
and just testing different and seeing what works because a lot of times what happens is we we end up you know not really seeing something through we might try something for two weeks and it's not even enough time to really see if it's working so make sure you're seeing things through um get out in nature i mean nature is obviously a great form of spirituality i mean there's nothing i don't i feel so at peace when i'm on a hike or i'm outside in the great outdoors and I'm looking over like a pretty view or sunrise or sunset. So make sure you're getting out in nature. Again, spirituality, got to do what works for you. Pick something. Um, Because for me, like being a Christian, and I've said on here, it's not about, uh, I mean, it's not about going to church on Sundays and judging other people and saying I'm better. For me, it's knowing that all the mistakes I made in my past, all the adversity I went through, all the hard times were meant to happen for me and not to me. They were meant to happen so that I could not only help myself, but I could help other people, right? And I literally feel like I've lived two different lives. I feel that when I was in jail, I, part of me died. And I, I'm, I'm right now have somebody else's memories. It's crazy. I don't know how else to explain it other than my faith. So tip number eight, really important. Focus on the controllables. I think we spend 99% of our time focusing on the things we can't control. Most of the things we, we focus on and worry about won't happen or we can't control. So what are the things in your life right now when you're going through a tough time that you can control? It's your health, right? To a certain extent, you can control who you surround yourself with to a certain extent, what you eat, um, what you're going to listen to uh, as far as like podcasts, what kind of things you're going to watch, what kind of things you're going to read, your attitude towards yourself, uh, how you're going to treat other people, how you're going to show up at work, how you're going to show up for your family. All these things you can control. You have control over these things. You have choices. Just like you have a choice when you wake up in the morning, if you're going to brush your teeth or not, you have a choice in how you're going to handle the rest of your life. So, you know, write down like 10 things right now you can control that you know will help you, help elevate you in in the dark times. What are they? Write them down. And then from there, um, it'll lead into my my ninth tip, which is goals, setting goals. So if you're writing down the things you can control and work on, what are some goals you have for each one of those controllables? What are some fitness goals you want to accomplish? What are some goals you want to accomplish with your family? What are some goals you want to accomplish with your nutrition, maybe uh, our mindset? Uh, what are some goals you want to accomplish when it comes to uh, finances or maybe just like for yourself, like your own like mental health? What are some things you want to change and set a goal and achieve it? Maybe your goal was to just be able to practice meditating for five minutes a day. That was something that really helped me was I'm a goal guy. So like if I can set a goal to meditate five minutes a day and I can achieve that, that's going to like, it's going to put a a flip a switch in my mind that I've achieved something that's going to be positive. And then it's going to lead to me wanting to increase the amount of time meditating. And it's just going to snowball into now the point where I can meditate for an hour and be completely fine but it took time. It took goals. Um, and also like there's a, there's a certain thing that happens when you achieve a goal. It builds your self-esteem, builds your self-confidence and increases, um, you know, your ability to then like know that you can achieve things. These are all so important when you're going through tough times, because how many of us know that when we're going through tough times, we only see that we see we're in this tunnel of like of negativity and we only see that the bad things. So when we're achieving things and we're doing, we're achieving goals and in areas of our life that we can control, it's going to give us a different, um, it's going to be, it's going to give us a different light on the situation. So make sure you're setting goals, make sure you're make sure you're setting goals though. A lot of people that are, that are, they're specific to what you want to achieve. 
make sure you get really specific on each goal. So if you want to lose weight, how much weight do you want to lose? When do you want to lose it by? How are you going to get there? Right. And making sure that they're realistic. Don't set goals to like, if you've never run a 5k, don't try to run a marathon. If you never meditated before, don't try to meditate for an hour. First jump, start small because small, small goals will snowball into your ability to achieve bigger ones. Right. And that goes into my last tip. And the most important is number 10 is being relentless, right? It doesn't matter how many times you fall. It just matters how many times you keep getting back up and keep fighting for your life. Keep fighting for what you want. Keep fighting for what you believe in. Keep fighting for the things that you know you deserve. Having the ability to love yourself enough to keep fighting for the things you know you freaking deserve. And being relentless, like not giving up, not quitting. Doing whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. You owe it to yourself. When I got out of jail... One of the biggest things that helped me was I knew I had two choices. I could be relentless about becoming a better version of me in that 24 hours I had for that one day. And I knew I had a shot. And I knew that if I didn't act this way, that I didn't have a shot. So making sure you're being relentless and absolutely um, tenacious in achieving whatever it is that's necessary, doing whatever it takes, whatever it takes. I told myself when I was going through hard times, when I was trying to beat this addiction, when I was trying to, to stay out of jail, I would do whatever it takes to, to achieve that, whatever it took. And that's the kind of attitude you have to have when you're going through tough times. I'll do whatever it takes to make sure the situation doesn't get worse. I'll do whatever it takes to freaking get out of this. I'll do whatever it takes to make sure my life is better tomorrow than it is today. That's how you get through adversity. Having that attitude of, I'm never quitting. I owe it to myself to get through. Be relentless. Don't quit on yourself. It's the most important tip there is because a lot of people, they hit bumps in the road, they hit adversity, they hit these obstacles, and they quit. They run face first into a wall, they fall down, and they're like, I'm going to stay down here and just let life kick the living crap out of me. And please don't let that be you. Get back up. I don't care if you have to limp. I don't care if you have to crawl. I don't care if you have to walk. Get back up. So, you know, as you hear, like adversity takes work. It's, it's hard. It's hard to get through tough times. If it was easy, everybody would succeed. It, and and, th and tough, tough times are guaranteed in life. What's not guaranteed is how you handle it. You have a choice in how you handle adversity. Are you going to use it to your advantage and, and learn lessons and have perspective and gratitude and continue to get stronger and knowing that you have the ability to get through it? Or are you going to let it, like most people do, just continue to pound you in the face, pound you in the face so you never have the confidence to get through any challenges in life? So I hope you got something out of this. I get really passionate when I talk about this subject because it's something that's extremely important to me and of a lot of value. Because these tips that I've unveiled, these 10 tips, and I could have probably gone on and given you 20, but I just want to start with just 10, have really had a significant impact on my life, my growth, and personally, professionally, and spiritually. So I would love to hear feedback. DM me. What's one thing out of these 10 you're going to apply to your life now? I would love to hear from you. And um, I appreciate you listening. I, again, I, just take some action. Take some action. Write down like, which is one thing out of what I said one of these 10 that you're going to do, send me a DM, send me an email. I'd love to, to hear the feedback or something you disagree with. I'd love to hear that too. 
So I appreciate you listening um, to this episode of the Adversity Advantage. We went through a lot. Um, we uncovered the top 10 tips of mine to get through hard times, to make it have adversity become your advantage. Um, appreciate you listening. And um, once again, I'm your host, Doug Bobst. I can't wait to see you next time.